0: Welcome to episode three, part two of the 1 to 10 podcast with 110 Associates. Our aim or purpose behind this podcast is to speak with a group of currently serving CFOs or COOs within the fund management industry. Um, Our view is to share insights, create some dialogue, and hopefully inspire those who are either seeking to eventually reach the C-suite level in their own careers, or indeed share ideas with those who are already in such positions. Part one, we heard from Goddard of Zetland Capital about his journey to date, lessons he has learned along the way, and the importance of genuinely building a strong culture across teams and organizations. We're now about to head into part two, where we will hear more insights from Malcolm with a specific focus on his views around hiring and building teams, whilst also detailing the challenges faced by CFOs and COOs in today's ever-changing world. I hope you will find this as interesting and useful as I enjoyed hearing Malcolm's story and views. Here we go. Or the next two questions, shall I say. And and I, I guess it's time for me to be a bit self-serving now, Malcolm. Go on, Go on. And, yeah, and, yeah. and, yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I guess from a recruitment perspective, um, so I, I guess when you are looking to to add to your team um, mm-hmm. or when you have in the past, uh, are, are there certain traits or characteristics that you you are ideally, looking for in candidates and I guess part a lot of that you, you've already discussed around culture and so on, but mm-hmm. be keen to just hear some of you know, for example, you you mentioned the candidate that you met recently who who you met just the once because of obviously the restrictions in place. But I guess, what did you see in that person which, which gave you the comfort that actually, we can go ahead with, with, with hiring this person?
1: Yeah, the, there's a number of things to do. And to an extent, this comes back to um, the difference between something slightly more established and um, something um, still in development. I mean, look, um, what am I looking for in terms of um, when we are recruiting somebody? We do do job specs. So again, it's back to this question that because we're a constrained organisation, um, you know, the traditional thing is ops is not necessarily top of the totem pole. So if you're going to make an ops higher, then um, you need to be bloody sure um, that, I'm sorry, that was even worse than the use of that old, wasn't it? Um, so you've got to be relatively certain that A, there's a need, um, and B, um, what sort of level that you're pitching this up. And, and it was one of the conversations I had with Armand fairly early on. So it's a bit of a step function, so there's a certain amount of stuff that you can do, then you've got to hire more people, otherwise it's just, it's an unacceptable risk, but you then buy yourself capacity. So if you're looking at stuff long term, what are we looking to achieve, what's the remit, I guess, that's the starting point, the next thing is what have I got, what do I need. Um, So... You obviously wanna give people a little bit of elbow room to develop, but not to the extent that they aren't spread sufficiently thinly, the stuff that you expect to get done isn't getting done. It's then, okay, if you wanna hire somebody, it's not necessarily me that's gonna be doing the hiring because I have my sort of, um, I had three number twos, effectively. Um, so who do they wanna hire, right? And, and again, it, it develops then In terms of, um, you know, I'm I'm overseeing them managing another person, right? So, how do you organize yourself when you're not expected just to roll your sleeves up and do it yourself? Okay. Then it's, okay, what are the traits that we want? So, do we want the finished article? We probably don't. Um, When we go down long list, short list, um, it's a sort of sifting process as to what do we think of these people? and then it's an interview process and personally um the interview process for me is i can probably tell in about five minutes whether this person is capable of doing uh, what i've got done job spec or not Yeah. it's then down to am i going to get on with this person because i'm going to have to work with them And then it's not just me. Um, One of the things that we do do at the island is the interview. if we're interviewing somebody, it's probably quite a wide pool. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, this is back to um, sort of we're not, we haven't got huge amounts of money to throw around. So every HR, every hire um, is quite a big thing. Um, So are we going to get on with them? Because if what we're trying to do is build a culture, you're either going to fit or you're not. Um, and if we don't think you, you're going to fit culturally, um, and that's with me hiring people in my team, the majority of the interview, then, yeah, is it really a good idea? You might be technically competent, but you might be somebody who's just diametrically not going to fit rather obviously. Yep. So the, 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 the how you mesh into the organization is quite important. Mm-hmm. Um, but again you know everyone sort of puts it down chemistry that sort of thing and you know if i'm entirely honest you, you've got to contend with me um and i can be um what's what i'm looking for interesting mm-hmm. so, yeah. um yep. so yeah look i mean I, i'm the, we're up for um training people mm. uh, which is to me one of the key things yep um we're not typical though i yeah. don't think it's typical cool. So, um, you know, the two, the two guys that you hired through me, I'm deliberately not mentioning their names, and I'm dropping you didn't. Um, and you can sit them down and talk to them, and they it would be interesting to see what they say. I mean, you, 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 I'm gonna do the self-serving thing now. You, you know I won um, that CEO of the Year Award. Yep. One of the gratifying things is that um, I got nominated, one of the nominees was uh, uh, my team. So, um, yeah, that was quite touching. You know, you no, definitely, the yeah. right thing. You've, you've definitely recruited the right people if they're doing that to you <laughs> while they're trying to push you out the door. Oh, well, no,
0: it's it's, um, I guess it's nice to have that affirmation.
1: But. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of affirmation. And from a personal oh. point of view, it means you're doing a good job um, with respect to the people that you work with. And to me, that's important. And it comes into mm. to um, how I would hire people as well. Yep. So who I think I can develop you? Yeah. Um, do I think you'll fit in with um, the people who are already there? Yeah. Um, you obviously go through um, interview processes. We will put case studies up, that sort of stuff, so we can just test on um, how you think about things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's not a process. Being interviewed at Zetland is not a process for faint hearted but um, yeah, if you can get in through the door, it, it's a great place to learn.
0: Yeah. So- I guess given, and, and you mentioned you, you know, you currently have, I guess, two number twos, um, and, and there are there there is a, a broad pool of, of talent mm-hmm. um, out there who are kind of operating at that number two level and, and mm-hmm. seeking ways in which they can they can make it into the 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 the, the hallowed turf of a CFO or COO. Um, what advice would you, you? Sorry, I don't
1: know about hallowed.
0: <laughs> but what what advice would you? Would you give to those, I guess, younger, upcoming. Sorry, I've just given you a hard time using the word. Oh, <laughs> I've said younger, but
1: the, you have to write lines after school now.
0: Right? Yeah, the, the up and coming talent pool that I guess don't necessarily have that guidance as to how to get to that 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 level, but are eager to push
1: to get there, you know, when the time yeah. is right. Yeah, look, be true to yourself, be confident in yourself, be true to yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of this, um, to be honest, it's down to the organisation that you work in. Um, Just keep your eyes open. um, And um, I I, I guess with yourself
0: as an example now, Malcolm, mm -hmm. kind of, you know, speaking to various CFOs and CROs during, especially during the last year, um, discussing things like self-development and self-improvement, et cetera. Yeah. Um, what, are, are there any tips or, or habits that you've adopted over the years that- you, Yeah, you
1: um, the, the self-reflection thing is actually quite important. So it's back to the, can we do what we've just done better? I used to do on the train ride, but of course I haven't been on the train for mm-hmm. a yeah.
2: Um,
1: so it's building and it's building in that time. You're going to be busy, whatever you do. And look for up and coming number two is that sort of thing. It is that. How, what can I do to make myself the sort of slightly more complete article? Mm. Um, so where do I think my skill sets are? What can I develop? What do I think I'm, I'm, I, I need to develop? How do I do that? And a lot of this stuff is mm-hmm. just being honest with yourself. Yeah, Um, And again, I'm in an fortunate position because um, the the challenges at Altima were many I mean it was a fantastic place to learn you, you come in the mornings like okay where are we going to go today mm. um and you learn to adapt fairly quickly and, and as I said I'm, I'm sort of fortunate with that um and that it was sort of a fairly hard driving um organization but when when sort of things turned you probably learned a lot more then yeah and um, I think Personally, that's stood in good stead of mm. what happens when things go wrong. And you know, that's 13 years ago now, 12, 13 years ago. Mm. It's been a long time. It goes quickly. Yep. Um, so always I would suggest if you if you're up and coming, see what you can get out of the guy who's in the seat. Um, just in terms of experience, war stories, whatever. Yep. Don't necessarily be backwards and coming forwards, but obviously it depends on the organization that you work um because that might not be appreciated always mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um lots of training lots of development just take on more responsibility right? yep yep um, those would my, be my um um Top tips. tips yeah in, yeah. And in, in terms of um my personal development um it's where do we want to go how do we do it how do i how do i just make sure a that we're efficient in what we do, and again, as I said, let's look. Let's look at what the role is. It's mm. mitig- managing, mitigating operational risks, getting stuff done, right? So okay. how do we get stuff done better and with less risk? Mm-hmm. How do we grow the organisation without it falling on its face? And I'm, I'm supposedly that. Well, I'm, I'm the conservative one. I'm the guy that will say no, um, which again will irritate, but. Yeah, I'm doing it for the right reasons, and um, that's kind of it. But you do reflect on am I being over conservative? Am I not being over conservative? Is it the right thing? You, you don't want to get to the stage that you're second guessing yourself. Mm. But there's always, always, always room for improvement. It doesn't matter who you are. Yep. So you know the self reflection point, and, and you know just sort of circle back on that. It's a difficult thing to do. Um, to do self-reflection uh, your team or a wider team because you know and i've, I've been doing this a long time i'm quite experienced and i'm supposedly the guy with all the answers or am i right so you've got to part in the ego and yep. um, you've got to sit there you've got to sit there you've got to be capable of listening you've got to be capable of um taking on others ideas um mm-hmm. and some of them great someone won't be great um if they're not great well okay fine but you need to listen to the dodgy ones to do the great ones um so um in terms of my own self-development certainly over the course of the past um two three years it's that it's listening yep um and it's listening it's reflecting it's how do i how am i doing the right thing by the organization how am i doing the right things? by clients am i doing the right thing by my colleagues how can i make it better mm. um, and that would feed through into am i doing the right you know how am i doing better things by myself
0: yep yep okay
1: so some of the parts as it were absolutely yeah um um i think if you end up just doing the collection of individuals um mm. you make mistakes um and yeah, yeah. It will bite you on the derriere <laughs> so um you know i enjoy Working with um, Zatlin, I enjoy working with my team. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm on great. Um, I put them up against most people.
0: Yeah, um, brilliant. So, yes. so I, I guess the final part of the the, the this podcast, then Malcolm. I, I guess for me, kind of two final questions for you, and they're more forward looking. Um, mm-hmm. If that's okay, but I, I guess from from your from your perspective, or from from the team's perspective um what do you feel will be the the key areas for the team or the business over the next 12 to 24 months
1: um for the business we're raising our second fund at the moment so um we are pretty much there and deploying um, our first fund which is fantastic i mean you know um we have a very active pipeline and the deal guys are working really really hard and quite effectively just in terms of finding opportunities and deploying right, right. so we want to get fun to um done and closed and just carrying on um, uh, carry on deploying that there's some thematic stuff that we're looking at as well which some of which is um uh sort of relatively innovative um and it it's sort of growing selectively um sort of growing um, growing uh business that way so um certainly from a um let's develop things that's it it's pipeline and i must admit i haven't seen such a good pipeline since i've been in zap and it's just going going. game so yeah and um the great thing is the strategy sort of proved itself last year um when it was difficult ish Mm. because you couldn't physically go and um you couldn't go physically go and inspect stuff in Italy or wherever so we looked at um, sort of liquid market credit dislocation there mm. and that, that's worked quite well. So it, the strategy itself is work, working. Mm. Um, the amount we're deploying this year should mean that Fund2, you know, the, the, Fund2 is fantastic because we will be deploying pretty quickly. So there's a, there's a certain amount of scarcity value in terms mm. of the, so getting any votes or disappointment. Um, and then from a, from a sort of team point of view, it is supporting that, but it's also developing that. So, as I said, we did quite a lot of work around the transition from Fund 1 to fun 2 to make fun 2 better. Mm. Um, and this is taking into account, we moved, Fund 1 was came in, Fund 2 is Luxembourg. Um, so there's a certain amount of element with that. But if you if we want to do stuff that is thematic, how do we develop stuff further? So, you know, it, it part of this is product development. Part of this is execution. Just in terms of pushing stuff forwards, um, inevitably, it's. I think we're shifting gears now from the 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 sort of small um, in a small office startup. Mm -hmm. We're getting bigger, and I think some of some of the issues there are um, around. Yeah, is there a little bit of a step change? just in terms of what we do, but, you know, yep. there are not, um, we have an infrastructure within the organisation that's taken care of that, which is fantastic, because it means I don't have to. Yep. It's not necessarily my forte anyway, but things like, you know, employee wellness, um, mm. building culture, diversity, all the ESG initiatives, and um, that sort of thing. So we're building them on the investment side um, that, that we have capacity in the organisation for the other side. So what I would, if I was to sort of stand in, look back in two years time what would I hope that we've achieved is we've raised and pretty much deployed fund one we will have deployed fund two mm. raising fund three at that point and or anything else thematic um yeah. we will be a bigger organization but I don't you know you would hope there isn't going to be a huge amount of turnover
0: no agreed yeah and that I guess goes back to to the point around culture but yeah. no look from promising and exciting times ahead well, quality problems I like. Yeah. So now um, I guess the final part, and for me, this is probably my favourite question. Um, okay. But um, let's imagine you are sat here with Malcolm, mini Malcolm, Malcolm Jr., whatever you want to call the younger version mm. of yourself. So Malcolm, when he was perhaps training to be an accountant or just coming... Coming after qualifying, what what
1: what, stopped and become a lawyer? I think.
0: (laughs) Are there? I appreciate there's probably many snippets of of wisdom and knowledge that you would share, (laughs) but if you were to narrow it down to two or three points, what what advice would you give to a younger you?
1: What advice would I give to a younger me? That's a really really interesting question. Um, It's also quite a difficult one to to (laughs) answer because. um, yeah, wherever I ended up, I have ended up with Zetland. and suits my character. Not mm. everywhere will suit my character. So, um, it, it, as I said, a lot of this is, is sort of kind of being true to yourself. So, um, you know, you can live a lie and get paid an awful lot of money if you're that way inclined. Mm. Um, if I was to give advice to myself just in terms of technical stuff, um, I think the two things I would look at is the idea about keeping things simple. I mean, I've done 20 years of product development. If you want to make it complicated, I can, I can do it with the best of them. I think I've done probably 30 fun launches um, right. and maybe 10 other structured product launches and then liquidations, that sort of stuff. You get to the stage where you start confusing your, your LPs. Um, so, simplicity works um so that would be one tip so just distill everything down into its component parts the other thing i'd say is um and again this is quite a difficult thing for people to take and is do not be afraid of expressing your views um obviously i would put a little bit of care on that because um you can make yourself thoroughly unpopular. So, did you, 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 know, one of the things about lockdown is we don't have sort of social interaction to moderate things. And, you know, you, know, you don't want to be the sort of archetypal internet warrior view. Um, but if you have a view on how you can improve things, the worst thing you can do is keep it to yourself, right? Um, and I think. It, 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 yeah, the experience of this where it, it, it's always a sort of matter of regret where you could have stopped something and you didn't because you were trying to play the game and then it comes back and bites you on the um, derriere.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So um that was the other thing. There was a third thing that jumped into my head and jumped out and was actually quite important. Um so um yeah, the, the, the younger me, God, um that's a horrible thought. Um <laughs> The other thing is, um, it's just being aware of what the opportunities are, right? Mm. Um, so, um, I I don't remember what it was and then you jumped on my head again, but it's sort of just keeping your eyes open. Yep. Right. What do I want to do? And it is one of those things. And again, it's, it's difficult. It depends on your life cycle, but you always think that, um, I wish I'd done that is a bad thing why did I do that is probably a better thing mm. so um think about what risk you're happy taking I mean you know for example I've not worked overseas I quite like to maybe I'm getting a little bit old mm. um uh, things like that um yeah. I've done it I was ahead of sales it wasn't something I particularly enjoyed but I did it and mm. um you know i was a I'm sort of head of marketing and investment banks so i put in global crm systems again it's fine it's um, sort of an element of that but when it comes to investor relations in this it's another string that we've done so um take your opportunities you don't right. know where you you know where they're going to end up you know if, if you're going to map a career 20 years out you're going to be disappointed mm. so look at sort of a fairly ch- short term just look at the opportunities Brilliant.
0: Yeah. No. Thank you, Malcolm. It's, look, it's been as always um, insightful, entertaining. <laughs> um, sure. But um, thank you for your time. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I guess. I guess um, hope, hopefully, let's let's see how how it's received. And um, no doubt, you you will inspire um, conti- or continue to inspire not just your team but hopefully people in the wider private equity community.
1: Yeah, look, I, I think one of the things I do want to say is um, that the, everyone is this version of what is a COO, what's your chief operating officer, because it covers a multitude of sins. Um, for those out there who do this, you are unsung heroes, right? Um, and I you know, I, I, I would sort of publicly say this, certainly about um, my team, an organization that doesn't function without a good COO Right. Um, and you do get sort of situations where people will turn around and go, well, you know, the recall center. Yeah, yeah. OK, fantastic. Try operating without them. See how far you get. Um, and as I said, if you get a good chief financial officer or a chief operating officer. A, if you're just looking at financial terms, it will save you money every long term. It provides the opportunity to put in a robust framework. Um, And if you get the right COO, you've seen organizations that sort of go through COOs like they're going out of fashion, okay, fine, that's a box-checking exercise. Um, For those of you out there who do this role, you, you will appreciate how difficult it is. And if there's sort of stuff that I can do that articulates why I think the role is important and why the role is actually important, just in terms of risk management, you know, the PM manages the assets, you manage the liabilities. Okay, or again, you know, he does the p do the balance sheet. Okay, the p is what gets you paid. The balance mm-hmm. sheet is what kills you. And just look at it in that, in terms of what the value of a COO is. You can't yeah. build a house from the roof down. Mm-hmm. So any analogy and you like with the sweeper, with the goalkeeper, with the foundations, whatever, that's the value. It's the bedrock of the organisation. And as I said, I've been fortunate in that I work with an organisation Um, that understands that and allows that to be, uh, allows that to be developed.
0: Yep.
1: All you COOs out there, keep up the good work. the good work.
0: Brilliant. Well, thank you again, Malcolm. Um, Thanks for your time. And um, yeah, uh,
1: I look forward to catching up with you shortly. I look forward to that as well. Um, All right, good, sir. Thank you. See you now. See you, bye-bye.